Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Hey, what's up, everyone? This is James. The rains in California, unfortunately, knocked out the power to teacher's house, so he couldn't be on this episode today. But um, I had a great conversation with the homie Kush Can, and he gave us a lot of insight on a lot of things I was always very curious about. Kush Can's also a dope rapper, so make sure you check out the song at the end of the episode. Here's Kush Can. What's up, Kush Can? Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Oh, what up, my dude? Thanks for having me. I'm great, man. Dude, awesome, man. So, uh, you know, we know Kushkan Kush from uh, uh, the introduction through Me Trooper, man. And uh, how do you guys know each other? Dude, the homie Trooper. I met him eight, seven years ago. Yeah, something like that, dude. Maybe even more. Oh, and, like you guys are, and you're based in Miami, right? Yeah, I did. Miami, Florida, born and raised. Been here since I was pretty much born. Yeah, I started painting here and came up here in the whole Miami art scene. So okay. I time at Troopers, like the whole Art Basel, like Winwood scene and all that. He was doing his thing already. And then I believe it was either through him or through, like, either I ran, like, we just, like, met somewhere randomly. Or it was through the homies Angel and Goop, the homies from out there on the West Coast. Oh, no him. shit. Yeah, yeah. Friends of the yeah. show, man. Angel Onse and uh, Goop Master, man, dude, those guys yeah. are dope, man. I love, I love their characters. And uh, hold on, let's take it back for a second, because uh, you said you're born and raised in Miami, man. Miami's a big place, man. Is it like Dade County or, uh, yeah, you know? What, yeah, what, dude, what, I'm from, what? I'm from Homestead, which is the southernmost, well, Homestead and Florida City are the southernmost point of Miami-Dade County before you hit the stretch of the Keys. So where I'm from. Is like farmland, like very agriculturally based. Like, well, back in the day it was. Now it's kind of like getting like bigger and like growing out of that. But it was basically like the the farmer town, dude. Like the shit, like the sticks, where nobody would fucking go. It's like an hour and a half hour away mm. out of like the downtown real Miami scene. Yeah. So like yeah. you would tell people like, "Yo, I'm from Homestead." They look at you like you're from another fucking planet. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, wait, hold so on. That was what, like, what do they farm there? All types of shit, dude. Oh yeah, I, I imagine just like Florida, South Florida, to be like a fucking swamp, dude. So it's pretty interesting to me that there's actually farmland there and stuff like that. You know, you know what I mean. So that's, that's exactly what Homestead is. It's Everglades tours and Everglades fucking like, oh, come and check out Everglades and eat crocodile tail. I mean, alligator tail and all that, right? And then mm. the other side of it is just like farmland, dude. Just people packed in buses, jumping onto farms, and just see them all day working their ass off, dude. Like. A lot of my homies growing up, I'm Cuban, 
but a lot of my homies growing up are all like Central American, South American, Mexican, like all that, because that's like really like the the majority of the culture that was down here, dude. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's crazy, man. I've been to Florida many times. And uh, even when I, if I go to the rental car, man, like they'll approach you in Spanish, actually, even though I'm Asian, like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, I it's like the gateway to uh, Latin America, I always say, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you know what best I mean? way to compare it, yeah, best way to compare it to somebody from the West Coast, all right, you know, like in K-Town, you walk around K-Town, and there's fucking half the signs are not in English, like, yep. they're not, in, they're just straight up in Korean, dog, like, so that's kind of <laughs> how certain parts of Miami are, dude, like. Yeah, no, for sure, man. It's it. Uh, just to let you know, um, my family's from Taiwan, dude. But obviously, you're pretty familiar with uh, uh, L.A., man. It seems, and uh, but but before we get to like, I'm talking about your journey to L.A., man. That's pretty crazy that you grew up in Miami because I feel like a lot of Miami is one of those places that people actually kind of transplant to, just like L.A., right? So not a lot of people are actually like born and raised in Florida, right? Do you feel kind of that that way? Yeah, uh, well, the best way to, I guess, like, to respond to that is, like, um, Miami, I, I knew it as, as all I knew, right? Then I started branching out, traveling, like, oh, the big cities, New York and fucking L.A. and all these spots. And I've been at places that are, like, dope, dude, and I lived there for years and months. And, like, at, at the beginning, I, I don't even feel homesick because I'm just so wrapped up in all this new experience and all these new places and new shit. But then it gets to a point, dude, that, like, I sit back and, like, people ask, like, hey, so are you going to stay in these spots? Are you going to, like, and I'll just stop and, like, think back, like, fuck, can I live here without, like, that Miami, like, culture and that whole thing? And honestly, I don't think so, dude. There's very few places that I've been to so far that I can come to me saying, like, oh, dude, if I were, like, to move out of Miami, that's where it would be. And it's like a hand, like one or two spots, honestly. Mm. Well, that's Bend, true, Oregon, man. Bend, Oregon, and LA are the only two places I'll probably leave Miami for. Mm. You know what? I I'm guessing you could probably get some, you could probably find some Cuban food here in LA, right? But, you know, you know, Miami, dude, man, I mean, you, you know, you, get, you ain't going to get your red beans and rice on every corner like in Miami, right? So from the <laughs> lack of having that, from the lack of having that Cuban food when I was like out and about in other states, and that forced me to learn how to fucking cook Cuban food. So, <laughs> hey, that's true. That's true, right? That's yeah. how I the issue. I was cooking myself, dude. Because I went in LA, I went out there to um to Versailles and um and the Cochinito is also a good spot. But like nah, dude. Portos, Portos was like a blessing because Portos had like the pastries and then the kind of go, like the little the kind of the papa Reina, which those is little, little potato meatball. balls, man. Yeah, 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 yeah man. I mean, you eat, those, so you eat that shit with that, tapatio, right man. That shit's bomb as fuck, right? You got to eat with tapatio, dude, right? right? <laughs> nah, well, people don't fuck with spice like that. And I don't, I feel like it's like blasphemy to mix spice with Cuban food sometimes. Oh, really? But as far as, like, yeah, I know, but it's far, just for me for like the palate. But I like spicy shit. But I, I didn't know that Cubans it. don't eat spicy food, though. That's pretty interesting because oh, yeah, uh, no. I feel like, you know, they're all in the South and then, like, people just put hot sauce on them. But I guess Florida is a little bit different, right? Yeah, I know. So you can imagine I would go out with the homies and, like, buy tacos and buy this shit and come home and, like, try to give it to my dad or my mom. And they will just fucking be like, dude, my dad is, like, the anti-spice. I give him a fucking hot Cheeto and he's like, oh, what is this? Like, <laughs> That's but, interesting, yeah, we're, we're totally away from like we're one of the few cultures that don't really use spice a lot like 
we're Caribbean at the end of the day, right? So our food is more comparable, I guess, like similar to maybe like some Jamaican food, dude. Like mm, the Jamaican like jerk, kind of jerk flavor, right? Not so far, like but all right, like the like the rice and peas, like what they call rice and gotcha. peas. The rice and peas mix. We have a version of that, just how like Puerto Ricans have a version of that, which is a uh, roco gandule. But they stay away really from like spicy shit like that. Like Jamaican food, even like the jerk. I've taken jerk to the crib and they're like, hell no, dude, yeah. I can't. <laughs> Seems spicy for them. So, Interesting, like, man. Yeah, they're like, so, well, let me ask I, you. Were your parents here or did they escape from Cuba? So my dad was one of the people that were like, you ever seen Scarface? Yeah, of course, Real man. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad, my dad came from Cuba 14 years old alone, dude. Damn, Nobody. okay. That's exactly like Tony Montaña, man. Yeah, dude, literally. So and then he was here. He still hasn't gone back to Cuba. My dad's fucking 60 years old and still has not been able to go back to Cuba. Okay, like the first okay. time he saw my grandmother, his mom, like the first time he saw her again, I was 20 something already. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. We yeah, were finally able to bring her over here and shit because she was already like so old that they didn't care. But yeah, dude. Like, Damn, okay. Well, well my family's. Yeah, I mean, my family has a different story, but well, my family's an immigrant family too, man. So uh, I'm, born, I'm born in LA as well. But so I, I kind of understand the whole vibe a little bit from my perspective, you know. But uh, let's do. Let's get t start talking about um, uh, a little bit about your art, man. What is that character behind you, man? It's fucking so captivating and dope, dude. Oh, this. Yeah. All right. So this this actually is like I'm not even gonna take credit for it. It's my boy. So right now we're sitting inside. My good homie Martin, um, knew well. He just opened it up barbershop. It's called La Familia, mm. which is a story behind that. But um, so I. Painting these seats right here. I don't know if you can see them. There's two seats here to the side. I'll, I'll show you after. So he had them. He like hits me up like, hey, man, I have the shop. I really want you to do the art in it. Do, do, do. I'm like, all right, sick, dude. I come over. He start doing these things, like these chairs. And then um, he, I like hit him up like, hey, so what's the name? He wasn't sure on it. He's like, I'm thinking La Familia. And nice. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Dude? No way. So I start thinking back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have a canvas that I painted like somewhere in the crib that says La Familia on it. So I was right, dude. Right behind me, I don't know, I'll show you after. Like up there to my left, up here, there's a big canvas that says La Familia on it, which I painted during the first wave of COVID that I had caught that shit. I thought I was dying, dude. Mm. Like, gnarly. I'm in New York in the center, like the beginning of COVID when there's like fucking ghost town in New York and I'm walking around like, hey, tourists, like an idiot. Catch COVID, like COVID version 1.0. Think I'm dying because there's nothing, like, there's no info about it. So every day it was just like, oh, I'm feeling something. I would look online. It's like, New symptom, exactly what I'm feeling two hours ago. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. All right. I'm glad so you said that. I didn't know. Yeah, I just took it upon myself to start painting outside, like, sweat this shit out. So I was just painting my backyard, dude. And uh, one of them was Familia, this giant canvas of Familia. So I literally painted it years before for him without knowing I was painting it for him. Oh, dude, that's an awesome story, man. I love that. Yeah. Dude, let me ask you real quick. Just for this, me. He painted it. He painted oh, yeah. it. He got the oh, life. Okay. I was watching me do my thing. He's like, yo, I'm going to do it. I came and like helped out with the sketch and shit, and then like left him at it. Came back a couple days later, and he's like, "Look, dog." I was like, "Oh shit, sick." Dude, it's that's based awesome, on like man. um, it's like Aztec -y, um, yeah. like Aztec Miami vibe. But it, but it kind of looks like a cause character too, if you think about it, because the shape. Yeah, I can you, make them all that. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. But it looks like a kind of like a like a dog stuffed animal or something like that too, man. It's yeah. really cool character, yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah
chess table here. It's pretty tight, dude. Dude, let me ask you, man. So, like, did you already you already knew your homie, and then you're just like, hey, let me paint that shit up, or did you um kind of like ask him no, for the opportunity? I no, I painted it. I painted it years ago. Like, when when did COVID happen? Twenty twenty or something. Oh yeah, no, I I know the sign. I know the sign that that you had painted it years ago. But I'm talking about like you know the chairs around the office, like around the barber shop. Like, did he ask you to paint those, or were, was it yeah, like, he hey, did, man. He did, he did. okay, cool, okay. Yeah. I, I was just wondering because it, the the reason is because it's like we all as artists, like people always want to find ways to, uh, you know, get some income, man. And I think the barber shop is like a cool spot, man. You always have the same barber, man. And a lot of times those places are like, you know, they don't look like nothing, man. Like, you know what I mean? And if you're an artist and you have a relationship with your barber, you're just like, fuck it, man. Hey. Why don't you ask them, like, dude, I do this kind of art, show them, and uh, maybe that's an opportunity for you. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I was just. My thing was that um, this is a homie for like years. For, like years. Yeah. Obviously, I don't get haircuts. I don't have any haircuts now, but when I did, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, his son actually is an up and coming writer. He's called him Eli. You know, he's what, like eight, nine, ten? He's 11. But I have pictures of that little dude in 2013 when I was painting my art basil wall and he's there like three years old or some shit spraying the wall like you know what I mean and the kid to this day like I thought at first it was like some like oh little kid shit he brought a kid whatever no dude what the kid's now 11 years old and just now before we started he was sending me a bunch of like um iPad like drawings that he did the kid's like doing graph and drawing and like actually like expanding in his own time like I don't ask him nothing I don't tell him shit and the kid just does it comes and shows off like yo push what I did these chairs I actually let him put the base coat on them and like showed him how to spray. Funny shit is, I've shown grown ass dudes how to conserve can and how to get like can control, and they don't learn. And the mm -hmm. little kid learned fucking second hand, like second try. Like, hey, dude, this. All right, cool, boom, got it. Hey, they just got it naturally, man. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. It's in the uh, it's in it's in the genetics, man. But dude, man, that's right? that's cool, man. So so dude, you're out of Miami, man. Like, uh, you do more than just uh art, right? You do a little bit of music as well. Yeah, dude, I did. So it's crazy, like where I'm at now, kind of with life and all that. I can never draw my whole life. I still can't draw with like my hand, like with paper and pen. I suck. I do like chicken scratch and shit. Like I can't. I'm not good at it, dude. I don't know. It makes no sense, right? But I'm not good at drawing. Um, and then with the music shit too, like that. I guess the music stems from from like when I was like uh growing up in school. They had us like in these like gifted classes and shit. They would make us do like poetry. For like the art ex like the fair and expo out here. Mm. So I would do it like that. Years later, I just got into it, you know, just like freestyling and shit, like sitting around people freestyling and like me freestyling in my head, but like scared to like try because I was like, oh, I don't want to get like made fun of. And then over time, little by little, dude, just like got into it and tried it out and it became something new. Nice. Even with man. the graph. I can't believe where I'm at with graph. I can't believe the shit that I do with graph, and that's kind of like what keeps me excited about it, dude. When like I do something, get down, look back, and I've like look at the homies like, how the fuck did I do that? We we'll just break out laughing because the beauty <laughs> of it. Man. That's cool, man. I mean, um, dude, you know, for for music, man, for rapping, uh, do you have any rappers that you look up to, man? I'm just cur always curious because like, who are your yeah. influences? You, you know what I mean? Um, music mafia, huge influence, huge, huge influence. I've, I've been blessed to actually meet Paul and like Hoopster before he passed away. Crunchy, uh, gangster movie before she passed away. I got to meet a lot of them, dude. You know what I mean? Like, Paul's actually like a good homie. You know what I mean? Like, he's back and forth and call and talk to him and shit. 
And that's like way after I even started doing my thing. So and it ended up being super tight. My main thing was just always wanting to be like ill at, at whatever I do. You know what I mean? Mm, like I used to skateboard before before like any of the shit I used to skate. My homies moved away. I had nobody to skate with. My one homie, the whole reason I even do graph is my boy, his name is uh Hugo, but he writes traps. They used to write Dice 33 back when he lived in LA. Um He's deported now in Guatemala, but still love that dude. He moved, went to my high school. I was in ninth grade. He moved over to Homestead from East LA, him and his brother. And they were like, one day, like, hey, dog, fuck it. Like, you know about Graf? And I was like, nah, that was the fucking Graf. So they just put me on. We just went to Home Depot, racked some fucking cans, and like literally just started like, like some gang graffiti type writing, just like sketchy fucking <laughs> gang shit. Oh, we made up a crew and started putting that shit everywhere all around our neighborhood. Then little by little, dude, I just wanted to like elderly grow out of the I was fifteen. Okay. Fifteen, dude. Well, two thousand five. And the beauty of that was so all day skating, you would skate all day and do a trick over a stair step, right? I want to do a trick for it. Take me three hours. When you land it, you have that feeling of accomplishment. Yes. All right, with graffiti, every single time that I would catch a tag, I had that feeling. So it was that that times a thousand, dude. You know what I mean? Totally, like you literally man. having that euphoria, like euphoria over and over and over and over again. That's what got me like way into graffiti like crazy, dude. Just went yeah, off doing that and then just want to get better at it, dude. Dude, hell yeah, man. So tell me a little about, about like uh, Art Basel, man. Because like, you know, it seems like you kind of traveled around, worked on your skills, man. And then like now you're kind of like during... During Art Basel, man, it's like a big deal in Miami, like, right? What do you what do you do during that period of time? Because I've been before too, but I'll let you kind of like talk about it first. So the history first before anything, Art Basel. Well, Winwin didn't exist. Winwin is a made up name. That that spot of Miami was called Overtown, which was at one point the poorest city town in the whole United States. Like the most violent, the poorest, like. Police don't go in there, wouldn't go in there at all. Mm. Like, I've had cops tell me straight up that like, they don't go in that neighborhood, they wouldn't go in the neighborhood. What they had was like, um, like on the towers, they would have like um, these decibel meters. So they would know if there was a shooting, what area kind of it was in to respond to, because nobody mm -hmm. called the police. In those so it was that. That's why we would go paint there, because nobody would fuck with me. It's like a giant mm. abandoned town. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll pay off a crackhead or whatever, and then we'll paint all day. So little by little, the graffiti artists themselves use that place as a hub to have this yearly competition called Primary Flight, which would be let, that let, giant wall. Oh, let me ask you real quick. How much does it cost to pay off a crackhead, man? Five bucks, ten bucks. Sometimes they'll just be like, oh, write my name. Like, yeah, dude, that was the main thing. Like, yo, what's up, homie? Boom, a cigarette, a Newport. What do you want? Fucking five bucks. You want me to write your name? Whatever it is, just to make the homies cool. Remember, and then he won't bother house. you, basically, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like, you know what I mean? So you're there. Yeah. They look at you. They know you got shit. And you're better off than them. So they can easily rob you, or you're going to keep it cool, and they'll be like, all right, fuck it, you guys are dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh you know but i, I just want the listeners to know man yeah it's true exactly man just gotta you know like i like how you said it you're in their house man because you're in the street man and this is gonna you know i mean so, but keep so keep going man like you know so my my experience like i said nowadays art basil i went there and i was kind of like dude there's just like rich motherfuckers walking around like it's like the sunday at the races now like you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's totally different uh <laughs> vibe than yeah, what like you're talking about right 
So that main wall off the 95 would be the proving ground every year for all the crews in Miami, like the biggest crews. They would have their, they have a, a like an allocated spot, so many feet by so many feet on the wall, and they would send their who's who, like their best of their best, to show off, or they would come together and like crew wall, bang it, bam, knock it out. You're literally showing off like the who's who of Miami. It's a giant competition between all the riders in Miami. So you would have people just normal like beefing it, friendly beefing, where they're just like going at each other's next painting, and then you would have dudes that would year round. Be beefing with another dude. There was no internet like that or nothing like back in the day. So they would find that fucking dude finally. And you can't like you can't um I guess deny who you are when you're halfway painting a piece of your name. So they'll come <laughs> on and be like, hey, are you fucking so and so? And you're like, nah, yeah, right, dude. You're painting the name, they know it. So like no, like no words on site. Dudes are beef. Dudes would pull out Uzis on each other, like crazy shit. Then over time, that was a yearly thing. Then they started doing like um the inner wall of it, right? So it was like a, a whole proving ground thing, right? And then MiamiGraffiti.com was also another big part of it. You would submit photos to this website that was ran by like OG artists. And if you were good enough, you would get posted. If you mm. got posted, and that was like a stamp of approval, and like, oh, you're not a toy anymore. You're coming up. So mm. like that. The first time I ever painted that wall was 2009. That the main dude that was running it denied me like three times. He just straight tried me. Like, yeah, no, I'll try better. I get my sketch back. And I'm looking at him like, what? Fuck this dude, dog. Oh, go back to the homies. I'm like, yo, this dude's fucking trying me. Oh, all right. Fix up the sketch. Go back again. Like, yo, what's up, dog? He's like, yeah, no, maybe, homie. I'll let you know. Like, give me the runaround. I'm just like, yo, fuck this dude. He doesn't know who the fuck I am. Oh, like some crazy, like, thugged out shit in my mind, right? So, finally, I come up to it, dude. I'm like, yo, dog, what's up, bro? Like, that's what it is. Like, what's up, homie? Uh, he gave me a spot like in the corner that's like overrun with fucking giant trees. Literally, as you know, that I'm from Homestead and I got a machete in the back of my car at all times. <laughs> so I machete the shit out of the corner, clean it all out, and started rocking. It just burned, dude. Burned, burned, burned. Went ham with the homies, went ham with the whole crew. It was like a super, super, super dope experience. And since then, I haven't stopped. I've been painting Art Basel every year since 2009. Dude, that's awesome, man. Well, okay, so let me let me ask you before I forget, man, because recently you've seen on the news um, that skyscraper in L.A., right, that has like 27 stories, and it got bombed by like all these different people. You saw it on the news, yeah, right? Yeah, way more than 27 stories. That was like 50-something fucking stories. That shit high, dude. That shit's sketchy. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, but it, it, whatever, what, however many stories was, you heard about it in the news, right? That shit's crazy, right? I mean... I hit the um, one here. I was part of the whole thing here when the one here happened. That was that was like the most graffiti shit that has happened at Art Basel in fucking years. I mean, can you talk about that or not really? Was it a long yeah, time ago? Yeah. Yeah. No, the one here. I don't care, dude. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me how an operation like that works, beautiful. man. Dude, it was wildfire. It was just like, yo, people talking about it. And you were like, what? And the homies were like, yeah, I think, you know, the, the building, the building. People were like whispering about it in like little circles. And just like, all right, what the fuck? So I go to Montana store. I'm at the Montana store. I see people fucking clearing out all the tall boys. They're clearing out all the big chromes, all the big blacks, like the huge big boy cans. And I'm like, yo, what's up? What are y'all little homies doing? And they're like, yo, we're going to hit the building. We're going to hit the building, dog. I'm just like, whoa, 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 what building? Building, the building. I'm just like, nah, for real? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I dip out. I'm with Goop. I'm walking down to the Goop, and I'm like, what's up, dog? I'm like, this is now or never, my nigga. Like, oh, he's leaving the next day. <laughs> He's leaving, yeah, the next night. He's already gone. 
stuff. He's like, yo, dog, what's up? What's it going to be? Because he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I don't do this. Like, I'm already over bombing. Like, I, like, my way of bombing now, I run up to buildings and like a, like a wall that's like a, an abandoned building, but it has a big ass prime time wall. I'll make like fake paperwork and all, and I'll pretty much illegally do a gigantic mural. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys so, have like, a lot of those in uh, your area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's my way of bombing, dude. I show up and instead of like, oh, dude, I'm going to catch a tag, I'm going to catch the giant building and like broad day, nothing's going to happen. Okay. So I tell him, like, all right, dude, let's go. I have everything in my car. I have like five gallon buckets. I have a shit ton of paint. I call one homie that was there. We're sitting at this bar. It's me, Trooper, Angel, and Goop at the bar. We're sitting there. And I'm like, yo, are we doing this or what? Everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, no. Everybody's trying to get like that, 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 um, what's it called? That liquid courage in them. I'm like, all right, cool. A couple <laughs> more shots. Everybody's like, more high. I'm like, yo, I'm going to call my boy that was there yesterday. And I'm just going to ask him for the blueprint. I call the homie. I have him literally like play by play explain to me on a, a map that I'm drawing out on a napkin. I draw out a map, like a whole like blueprint map on this napkin. And then I have a homie that's an officer down where I stay, right? Some dude that I met like through the years of working, right? So dude's super cool. He's super into graph and all that. So I call him like, hey dog, look, you know the times that they switch out like shifts, like the city of Miami. He's like, no, it's a different department. And I'm like, all right, dog, but what what are the usually the times? He's oh nine to ten, this time and that time, bomb bomb, all right, cool. There's a football game happening, a big dolphins game that everybody's watching. I'm like, all right, dog. At like nine ten. If that's when they switch out, that'll be perfect timing for us to go. The game's still on. Like, second half of the game is just playing. It's a big-ass game. Everybody's going to be paying attention to that shit. There's nobody there. So we planned it all like that. We go pull up, dude. We're, like, sketched out, driving around in circles. Right before we actually go in, we're at this light. And it's me with Goop's wife next to me. Goop in the back, right? Some dude is looking at us and literally cuts across us and does, like, the whole, like, I'm watching you guys in a white expedition, Bald headed dude, cockied out. I like look at him and I'm like, what the fuck? I look over and his wife's like, you just saw that, right? And I'm like, yeah, I saw that. He's, like, He's fucking watching us. I was like, man, fuck that dude. We pulled over for five minutes, like gather ourselves, and I was like, dog, look, we're already here. I'm not like doing this. We drove around for 30 minutes trying to figure this shit out. We're going, all right? Because the spot the homie told me to go in wasn't like visible, so we just found this other spot that's like literally an open door right off the main street. I was like, all right, fuck it, it's what we're going to do. You're going to pull up, I'm going to pull up, and I'm just going to run out, dude. Like, it is what it is. So I literally pull up, jump out my seat. His chick runs around the car to, my, to the driver's seat. I jump out, grab the five-gallon and everything I need because I want to do a giant roller across, like, the whole floor. Boom, I get the five-gallon. I run out, run inside this building. We go through his dark door with a wood, like a plywood. We push the plywood, get in. Time I get in. <laughs> Google's in first. We don't see this shit, but there's literally like all types of like AC equipment, aluminum bundled up shit. at like a slant. So Goob literally just fucking like, oh, doo, 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 like tumbled down that shit. <laughs> I'm trying to catch my foot like while I'm like slipping and shit, like make sure I don't twist my ankle with this five gallon in me. Finally get inside. We're freaking out. Don't know where the fuck to go. Walked around for like another 30 minutes to try to find the stairs. Finally started trekking up, dude. So I'm carrying this fucking five gallon. Dying, dying, dude, dying. Go up like five flights. Peek Work over out, this man. wall. Dude, I hear cans. I peek over this wall. I go look. This dude and his chick. Oh, his chick's painting her man. I guess watching out. I'm on a breath. Like, 
hey, hey, oh, can you look out? Who should clean? Uh, the girl, like, looks at me, like, ah, fucking leaves running, doesn't say shit. Her mask starts dripping. I'm like, I had a breast cramp, so I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm like, ah, 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 screaming at them. They finally stop, and I'm like, I pay, I pay. They're like, okay, okay, what the fuck you spoke to? I'm like, right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look up which floor is clean. Because I know on a photo I've seen like earlier that day, there was a couple floors that were completely clean and nobody had got to yet. I wanted that because I wanted to do the whole side to side. They tell me it's like 12 fucking more floors up. All right, dude. Damn. I go in, bam, I look, this totally the wrong side. I'm supposed to be on the other side, not where I pull out the phone. I'm in the middle of this building, like quietly, like freaking out, like, Going through it, going through it, making sure I finally find the photo. I count the floors. I'm like, all right, dog, I have to be like 12 floors up. Boom, we start going and going and going. At like the last floor before I get to the 12th floor, my legs are literally like giving out. Well, I was just like, yo, keep going, dude, keep going. The five gallon was killing me. We get there, dying. We're like, all right, dude, fuck, we made it. I peek over. They had just hit the first two spots, like fresh, just finished painting them. So they left us like the very last thing. I'm like, all right, dude, fuck it. Let's, let's run in. All right, cool. We get there. We look over. And when you get there, you think it's just like this like window you can climb over. It's like the same height from where you're at inside. But no, the level on the outside is literally like down here, like in between the floors. So you're pretty much one whole floor. On top of that, when you get out of this window, you have like a drop. You're like a nine, ten foot drop. I look at that shit and I'm like, damn, dude, it's down there, it's deep. This ledge isn't even that wide. Not gonna lie, we looked at each other and we're just like, dog, I don't know. This fool looks at me like, I don't think I'm doing that shit, dog. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, fool, we're fucking already here, bro. Like, let's, I don't know, dude, I don't know. I just kept thinking about climbing down with the fucking five down. And I'm like, I'm not doing that, dude. I'm like, no. So I jumped over. I just went ham, started going, 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 almost trip. A can falls off the ledge. I'm like, oh my God, I killed somebody. Keep fucking painting. I jump over the other side and I start like telling Goop, hey, what does your character look like? Look up, like pull up a photo, pull up a photo. And I just start like rolling out kind of like his character's head for him. And I was going to do it. He looked at how bad I was doing. He's like, yeah, no, dog, fuck it. I'm going over it. So he literally jumps over just how bad I just because that's how bad I was drawing his shit. He's like, Yeah, and no, I'm not going out like that. He jumps <laughs> over, knocks it out himself, boom, kills it. All right, I'm like, dude, gangster. All right, for sure. Let's jump up. I have the five gallon, and then we have to climb on the five gallon to get to the top. I jump in and I'm waiting for the homie to come. This dude, like, straight fucking Lion King, jumps up and he's like, Oh, like falling. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm like trying to grab him and he's like, I can't, I can't just let me go. Just let me go. And I'm like, no, dude. No, like, yo, it's like straight movie shit. I'm like, no, dog, no, we got to. Like, I gotta get you in. He's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You see him like, ah, like slides down. I'm just like, fuck, dude. So now he's down there and I'm up here and we're wondering if he's gonna get up, how the fuck is he gonna get up there? Obviously, Goop is a bigger dude than I am. So sketchy as shit of the night. Honestly, God, just like I could have literally died. I thought about last week, good thing I didn't think about before because I wouldn't have done it. I jumped down, like, fuck, dude, they're going to have to call the ambulance, like, the fire department to get this dude off the sledge. Fuck this. I jumped down, tell him to get on the bucket. I just said, like, oh, I'm going to give you a lift, dude. I'm going to give you a boost. Yeah, fuck that. This dude goes, and it's straight, like, <laughs> my hands aren't fucking catching his foot. I just, like, push up with my shoulders, and this dude's, like, fucking leg is just, like, hitting me in the face. 
I'm slanted, pushing him up, where if he just, like, knocked me off my balance, I would have just fell over that bitch. Like, fine. God damn, I finally man. get him up. I finally get him up. I get up. Oh, we're fucking dying. Like, I push up the five-gallon like this. Fucking climb all the way up that bitch, dude. I'm up there. We're just there. He's like, thank you, dude. Oh, we're, like, hugging each other. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, fuck, dude. Oh, like, freaking out. So we go down. Get in the car. His girl's there. We jump out. Boom, get in the car. Get I dropped him off. They're like, fuck, this is insane. I'm like, yeah, I know it's crazy, dude. Uh, I'm going to go back and get photos. Swap out my clothes. Go back, like, totally, like, freshed out gear. Dip out. Get back. And there's fucking, like, 15 people painting that shit at the same time. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I just went through this whole crazy-ass mission, and there's literally a wall of people. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I walk up, and there's literally a fucking hangout across the street. Literally across the street, dude, a hangout. At this like posh ass building, everybody's sitting on this marble ledge. You got the drone dudes flying up the drone, taking photos. You got dudes running in and out, screaming up at their homies like, "Yo, dog, you got to put more 3D here." Uh-uh. And I'm just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what the fuck, dude? Like this is like all fun and games now. Like 30 minutes ago, it was like all oh, the sketchiest shit of our lives. Now it's all good." When dude, people are just in and out, in and out, and out, killing it. End up fucking finding out. There's the funny part. There were doors. <laughs> At the end of the fucking thing the whole time, dude. So you didn't need so to like, go through all that danger, huh? No, but it made it that much better, honestly. How would I have it any other way? Well, dude, you know like, what? That let, uh, dude, that, let me ask you, man. Have you? Do you people bring, like, grappling hooks to do this kind of shit, dude? Because I feel like they would come in oh. handy, man. No, dude. No, just, just freestyle, up. basically. Yeah, dude, just gnarly it. <laughs> That's fucking tight, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm not gonna say it like front. That building in LA is way bigger. Like it's way taller, dude. Like I'm telling, like for sure, there there's double the, the the stories on that shit. Cause I saw today a post before before this, I saw a post of some chick was painting on the 50th floor, and that ledge is way fucking smaller than the ledge that we had here. Yeah, like, basically. The ledge over there, you miss if you're fucking gone in LA. That's like up there, up there, dude. And sketchy. The one here is wide. It's sketchy, but it's wide, dude. It's like it's, it's four feet, maybe. The one over there looks mm. like it's like two and a half. Maybe. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You know, you know what's pretty interesting to me, man. I feel like, you know, um, especially like you know, my family's like Chinese. Uh, my grandparents are Chinese. You know, my parents were born in Taiwan. I'm born here, but they're they're like saying like it's like a Chinese backed project that they ran out of money, and um, basically, and, and you know, I always say that about like graphers man for the most part they usually don't tag uh or just graph on like uh buildings that people are using man most of the time it's like an abandoned shit and you know graphers are actually bringing writers are actually bringing awareness saying like hey what the fuck is this like kind of going on would you agree yeah well as, as far as that guy 100 because that what's happened down in LA. If they wouldn't have done that, do you think like they would have been like talking about that building like that? No, dude. exactly, man. Exactly. Another fucking building there, whatever. Like, there's a bunch here too, dude. Like historic buildings that they end up gutting and all that shit, and like it goes to nothing. We use them, and then they're gone. You know what I mean? We call those penance. Like these abandoned buildings are penance. You know what I mean, it's it's yeah. dope for us, but like it like that one building that we did here, in Miami. That's in the heart of Bayside, dude. Like. That's an eyesore as fuck, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't yeah, believe yeah. that that even happened. I can't believe that it happened there. I can't believe that 
the, the craziest part of it is the, the, the amount of artists that were just coincidentally here for Basel and the, the, the speed that it happened. Dude. Like, literally, like, I don't think if we planned that shit, like, if we all sat here, all the artists from Miami sat there and actually planned to do it, it wouldn't have came out like that. Mm. Like, that was just a moment in time. It's like but a I think buzz in now, the air, kind of, huh? Yeah, dude. Literally, just like, hey, that's how it was. That's what made it beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yo, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, hmm, you gotta go you know, up now. We're not gonna. You know, a similar thing, like how I feel like that is, I don't know, you know, I, I'm a I'm a music producer, DJ, man. So, like, sometimes you have these illegal parties and, you know, they just kind of become like huge, like these under the bridge parties, you, you know, under the freeway kind of parties. Then they just kind of happen. It's not like there's a website you can go to, but it's just like there's so much hype around. Like, exactly. Day, you Exactly. The fact that there's even video evidence nowadays, it's awesome because back in the day, it's just like straight up, you had to be there and it was a memory. You like, you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, like I said, the amount of coordination it takes and the amount of just like word of that's the power of word of mouth, I think, at the end of the day, bro. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you're in the community, like you kind of like know what's up, like, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know where to go to look. Like you said, you were in the Montana store, right? And then <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, shit, all right. So that, you know, if you're, if you're like inside the community, it's just like, dude, you know, that that's kind of where everybody goes and buys their supplies and every single, uh, uh, every yeah, single. Yeah, you like the buzz, the buzz, the buzz, the buzz. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I see people like, when I noticed everybody was taking all the fucking big boy cans, I'm like, ah, oh, wait a minute. Like at first, I had the first little homies that jumped in. I knew they're like little, like crazy homies that are trying to get their name up. They're trying to go bombing and they're trying to get that fame, right? So I was like, all right, yeah, little homies can do a thing. Then I saw like OG dudes come in and I was like, all right, what the fuck? And then I saw more OG dudes and I saw like the little, and like, I was like, no, no, wait a minute. Like everybody's fucking going, dude. Like everybody. And throughout the day, you just see post, 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 post. Like, all right, cool, dude. Like maybe this is something we should be doing right now. And I'm glad I did, dude. I'm glad I went. I wasn't like, I'm bummed. I'm not bummed, but I am. I'm not though, dude. Like everything happens for a reason. I, everybody did a piece, right? Originally, it was like burners. Like, everybody had the little spot and they would do a burner. I was going to go fucking above and beyond on that one spot and just do a giant roller push, boom. You know what I mean? Once I get there, I noticed that I don't have those spots. I had two choices. Go over all the homies that just finished doing that shit, which I could have been a dickhead about it. You know what I mean? But thankfully, I did it. And then what I ended up doing was just that roller. Lo and behold, homies that had gone and did already, like, their, their throw up, like, their get up, saw that when you looked at the photo the next day from far away dude's shit looked like blobs of color but my shit was fucking legible i was a billboard boom kush block letters you can read that bitch so homies i guess peeped that and a couple days later same homies that had already bombed like fresh little shit on went back to other spots and rocked rollers and then the rollers Gradually got bigger and bigger until the homies ended up doing like the whole fucking roof from the like the drone shot down and rolled it with like 10 gallons, crazy shit like that. Very shout to that, dude. Let me ask you, man, when did you convert from like uh the can to to the rollers, dude? Like, how did you like uh, or like what, why did you make that decision? Or like, no, that no, process? so the roller, so like, all right, so like that's um, that's it's not converting, it's a, it's, a, it's a like a thing, right? It's like another. Tech, right? Technique, I guess, right? Yeah, so it's another technique. Gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta do something big. You can either go do roller shit, like when it's a huge wall, like a huge spot. Oh, gotcha. You do a big okay. wall, you roll it out, and then you do a giant, like, blockbuster. We call it blockbusters. We do that. 
Or it's just about like what um, material you had. I had the cans and I had the brand of five gallons. So I was like, all right, dude, either I take the five gallon. My thing was, remember, I wanted to do this gigantic spot. Gotcha. Once I got there, I was bummed because all I had was like the shittier. I had like Krylon fucking Rusto cans that I had like left over from a project. I didn't like bring any of my good cans. I have all my, my Montana shit with the nice tip. Not nice tip, but like at least like the nice spray, you know what I mean? It's easier to control, looks better. So I couldn't really go, like I, I could have done one of two things, the blockbuster, or I could have used like the roller as like my fill and then outline it with a shitty can and it would look like shit. So thankfully I did the roller. It worked out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. just about like, what do you think you're gonna use for a spot? Like, all right, like fishing, dog. You're gonna go fish for saltwater fish or freshwater. You put a different type of bait or a different type of this, right? Yep. It's yep. all fishing, but right? I got you, man. I got you, dude. That, that that that's a good way to put it, man. I, we have a pretty broad audience of different types of people listening to this, man. So, dude, you went into a lot of detail today, man. So that that's really awesome, kind of kind of explaining the experience, man. Um, well, dude, man, let me ask you, what, what kind of aspirations do you have for your art, man? Or like, you know, just your creative career these days? Dude, honestly, like, um, so the music thing, I kind of, I've been doing the music almost as long as the art, right? And yeah. They both stem, this is like getting deep now, right? It's like the deep psyche of it, and like where it all comes from. So the music, I started writing music out of like depression and anger, right? Just like to vent my feelings and I ended up writing dope shit. The art was a way just like express myself and do something. It started off as some vandalism shit, and then I just got better at it. Where like I found my lane and became like like um therapeutic thing, right? But then at the end of the day, it all stems to this, dude. Like, all right, I'm an honors AP gifted student. I was like school wise, like good at math, good at science, all that shit. Like my whole goal from like elementary was to be an astronaut, aeronautical engineer, aerospace engineer. I went to magnet schools for that shit. I went to aviation classes. I know how to fly a plane and all that shit. Nice. All that went out the window in 10th grade when I was like in the Air Force ROTC shit the whole night, dude. Like planned out, like the whole plan to see mm. dude. To be like, oh, jet pilot, aeronautical engineer, a shoe in for NASA, boom, then you could be an astronaut. That was my whole thing. So I was a kid, astronaut, but actually planned out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then one day, dude, they had like one of those fucking like um, job fair things where the dude comes, like the sergeant or whatever the fuck from the Air Force came and I was like, hey, man, look. This, 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 what I've been doing, what I've done, this is where I'm at. Bum, bum, bum. Like, I heard they can't be a pilot because they can wear glasses. I have, like, not perfect vision. I'm supposed to wear glasses, but like, I kind of don't. But LASIK was, like, new. And I was like, oh, what's up with LASIK? And the guy looked at me like, hey, son, you're never going to be a jet pilot. And it shattered all my fucking dreams in two seconds. And I just looked at this guy like, okay. The very next day, I stopped going to ROTC. I skipped classes, bum, bum. I had 90-something absences by the end of the year. I was one of the smartest kids in junior year. I was, like, top 10% of the class of the whole school. And I withdrew myself because they were trying to expel me. Mm. So I should flip real quick, dog. So from that, it came to where I'm at now, to the music and the art, bum, 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 right? So the whole point of all this is my biggest fear is dying. Is death, not death as in dying, but death is in the stop of this story, the stop of this whole like fucking experience, right? So I realized that the art and the music lives forever, dude. Dude, you know what, man? That's that's really interesting because I, 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 you know, I make music too, man. And uh, I kind of like made this decision a few years ago that I'm not going to have kids, right? <clears throat> and then I realized that like my music 
essentially is my legacy basically right because i'm not, I, like i'm gonna i'm spending all my time kind of like making uh music that i love that or, you know that i feel is like the best and it's kind of like my like the way i express myself right so i totally understand like what you're saying like um but you know what man i don't know I, i'm kind of like not so afraid to die a lot of times man because i feel like dude man what if you just it just resets and you open your eyes and you know what i mean it's another life man it could be like that right or uh you know what i mean i just feel it's like I had some homie tell me something the other day when I told him this shit, which is fucking crazy. Like, he would ask me, and I told him, like, yeah, yeah, no, dude. He's like, no. That's crazy that you said that. And I was like, oh, why? He's like, dude, you're scared to die, but you walk with the devil, dog. And I just looked at him like, whoa. Because <laughs> of all, like, the, all, like the, the hood shit and all, like, the crazy street shit and all this extra shit, right? Um, That it, it is, it, it, like, it, he's kind of like, oh, like, it, it's in, uh, almost like an oxymoron, I guess. I don't know what the fuck, that's the word, contradiction. Just the fact that, like, oh, dude, like, you're about doing all this crazy shit, but then you're also scared of what can happen. But at the end, it's not so much scared or not. It's just the fear of not. It's a, a paradox, man. Yeah, like, my whole thing was, like, life is all about experiences. The experiences you build up. Oh, this dude locked himself up. All right, give me a second. Let me open the door. Two seconds. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. He's lucky he's the owner, dog. Oh, he's going to All right. All right. So, yeah, I think, uh, he said, all right. So, what was I saying? I have ADD, dude. My bad. No, we're talking about okay, death, so, man. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all that, it's not so much things. of like, yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't like talking about it. Cause I can just, nah, but, you know, but it, as an artist, it, everybody thinks about it, man. Yeah, as an artist, it's like uh i think it's like uh people hate thinking about death but like i feel like you know you have to understand your own mortality to kind of like really understand like what good art is man because it's like an artist can only make so much art during their lifetime you know, you know what i mean right so it's just like like i was saying it kind of like uh for me i've just thought it's dude recently i've had a homie fucking kill himself man it's fucking crazy shit yeah. i like hanging out with this guy all the time dude I've known this motherfucker since I was like uh um like eight years old, man. You know, and we were all in the gifted classes too, man. And it's just weird where how like people's lives kind of just start taking a different fork in the road. But like I said, I still hung out with this dude all the time, man. And uh um it's just crazy, man, death, because it's like the world just keeps going on, even though the he's not here anymore. Like you know what I mean? It's it's like we're like I'm sure you've had some homies pass away. Like, yeah, it uh, is. I make I make it a thing of mine actually since years ago to tell everybody I love you before I hang up the phone or anything. Hey, I love dude, you, dog. Man. I love you. You never know we're gonna be able to say that again. I totally yeah. agree with that, man. Dude, you 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 know what the you know what the funny thing is? For the longest time, I was afraid to open up. I had this other phone that had texted him on because he went missing for a long time, um, before before we actually found uh out that he actually did it right. <laughs> and the funniest thing was like. I thought the last thing I texted to him was, uh, uh, cause he, I remember that he told me he loved me. And then I, I texted him back like, uh, homo, you, you, you know what I mean? Just to make him laugh basically, you know, Yay. for the long, for, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, and for the longest time, like I didn't want to open up my phone thinking that that was the last thing I actually sent it to him. You, you know what I mean? But I had actually another text sending him to him, like checking up on him 
to kind of like say like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a sec. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, man, it's just weird because like I said, it's just like, you know, the world keeps going on, man. And, uh, uh, you know, you really don't How know. Will be remembered? How will you be remembered and how, what can you do to be remembered is my main thing, right? Like, you either do some Martin Luther King shit, dude, that changes the fucking world, right? Like, some something like big, either good or fucking bad, dude, right? You either do, like, some Hitler shit or some Martin Luther King shit where you're talking about the rest of the fucking history or you do something with art and music. Because to this day, the Mona Lisa and all this bullshit, we hear about the shit every day. And every single person that is born from now to the end of time is going to know what the fuck the Mona Lisa is and Van Gogh and Da Vinci and all these people. When it comes to music, Bach and Mozart and Beethoven are always going to be fucking spoken on forever, dog. Forever. You know what I mean? Because it's been hundreds of years. They've been fucking dead and they still talk about these fools. So that just shows me that it's, it's new every time. That's another thing, too. You could never, ever have heard a fucking Beethoven song and they play it for you. And you're like, damn, that's just fire. He's been dead for fucking centuries or whatever. You know what I mean? Bam. Yeah. It's, it's always alive. It finds life again in that moment. It finds life again in the art and this and that. Like a painting that I painted that's not like the homies, dude. The homies that passed away. You hold their paintings and you look at their fucking brush and shit and you're just like, like, damn, dog. If only like I was sitting next to this fool while he was painting it while I'm painting my own thing. If only I would have sat there like and actually cherished that shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had a homie yeah, pass away yeah. like a couple years ago that I had a sketch, dog, unfinished that I was doing at his crib with him. And then when he passed, I used that same sketch because it was his name. We used it with this giant like, memorial wall for him. And uh, I used that sketch as that, dude. And I felt guilty because they would always ask me to like paint shit for him. And I hate drawing with my fucking hands. So all the homies, they have like the black books and the signs and all that shit, the stop signs that they see on them. They want me to paint it. There's a shit ton out there at all my boys' house. It's literally like half sketched or half drawn in to the point where I'm just like, ah, fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't. <laughs> That's like a big thing. Also, like, I tried to like teach myself to do that recently to actually like give homies like canvases or give homies like drawings and shit because I've always been like, nah, fuck that, nah. But I always want them to keep something, right? I guess. It's hard, dude. It's hard to like to. It's a way, you know, I'm like we talk most opposite artists, dude, kind of like there's people are just like hype and you're like, oh, you, you like doing this? I'm like, nah. I don't. Like, I just like basic shit, like painting and getting in, like getting out. Like, I'm not all about like practicing all day. It's easy to just draw and everything, write all day, write all day. I don't. You want to get that release, basically, right? When you, yeah, like you said. How did you meet um Goop and uh, uh Angel? Goop actually lived out here in Miami back in the day. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, dude. He says he was raised by pirates, man, right? Yeah. <laughs> I never met him when he was out here. I only the only time that I ever messaged him was there was like this fucking goop character somebody down in Homestead at the gas station, dude. It was like a little aluminum box that did it, and I texted him like, "Yo, is this you, dog?" And he's like, "Nah." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> that's it, right?" <laughs> like, that's far like, "No, that's not me. It's a copycat." I'm like, "All right, cool, dog." Boom. Years later, um, I see him in Art Basel, dog. And I would like, I'm not gonna lie. I would come up to these homies, and these homies would be like, oh, fuck that, dude. Because I'm not like, all right, you're, I'm more mature now, kind of. But I was like, wilding out every year at Art Basel, like, some, whoa, some hood shit, dude. Like, I come from the streets before the art shit, right? So I'm like, yeah. some crazy, like, oh, so I would come around, like, so, no, yeah, no. Oh, some crazy shit. These dudes are like, yeah, no, fuck that. Like, this is like, not, it's problems, dude. Like, nah. So they would like kind of stray away. 
a special group. Group would always be like, hey, what's up, fam? <laughs> haha, like, hey, fam. Uh-huh. And then I would see him just like, haha, like, fuck this, dude. So years later, he straight up told me, he's like, yo, Kush, we see you come around, like, yo, fuck this, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they knew it. it was either gonna be like good times or problems or like some shit. You know what I mean? Like it was like a sketchy person to hang around. I feel bad when I heard that, dude. Like fuck, man, that sounds cool. So I kind of like used that moment actually to like kind of switch up how I interacted. And then over the years of just like hitting these homies, I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? Finally got cool with them. When I moved out to LA, I hit them up and I show up to their show or like their art show and shit. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? Boom, boom. Got down with them. Angel off rip, super fucking cool, dude. Just like bro down, you know what I mean? Like on the wild shit. Like, cause I come from, like I said, homesick. So like all like the, the Mexican slang and the Mexican sayings and all that shit. Like I'm, I know them, dude. Like I know how to speak like that. Like, I, like naturally, right? So I just mm-hmm. link up with this woman. Like, and I was like chilling with, with Hugo all over again. And nah, yeah. fool, yeah, nah, like all that, like, right? It was like the same <laughs> shit. So I always bro down. And then once, once I actually like went out there, this is, this is a big thing right now, dude. Goop, right? Goop is, and I've said it recently the same way to everybody when I explain it. He's a mix of fucking Willy Wonka and Walt Disney. <laughs> dude, like, I've been to his crib, yo, and this dude has a fucking workshop in his crib. Like, a workshop. I don't know. I haven't met nobody I work as hard as us. I'll tell you that right now, 100%. In all my years of graffiti, I've never met somebody that is dedicated and works as hard as Goop does. Goop wakes up, like, he, and he explained it to me, it makes sense. He has his canvases, he has the toy mold, he has this shit, he has, he has everything he's working on. So he'll wake up and hit something. Once he's over it, like, oh, fuck it, I don't want to be painting this canvas anymore. Like, his attention is gone over that shit, two, three hours, he's already bored. He'll jump from that to the carpet, or to this, or to whatever the fuck else he's working on in the house, and just constantly keeps doing shit, and constantly doing shit. I love that, shit. man. I love that. Yeah. Stations, oh. man. That's that's kind of how I, ha- I have it at my house too. Um, you know, like I said, uh, you know, you just everybody, you know, everything you do, you're enjoying and you're kind of like working towards uh, becoming a better artist or making products and stuff like that. Right. And uh, dude, that's dedication, man. That's awesome. And that's super commendable, man. He's you know, the you only gotta... artist that I have a collection of. Like, the... I'm going to buy shit from. Like, literally use my money to go buy something and this and that. He's the only dude. And not because, oh, that's the homie, nothing that. No, just because I fucked with him. Like, I fucked with his art. Like, all right, yeah. dude, I love that. I love how you made you those little stuffed animals, too, man. I wanted one of those of that little character, too, man. You know, I mean, that's, that's I have, just dope. I have, one of those, I have one of ones from that phone that nobody's ever going to see. Like, I have ill shit, dude. I have ill <laughs> shit. Ill it's, shit, dude. Dope shit. I love like, it, really man. dope shit. Dude. Hey, so all did right, you want to show, show us a few things around right now? Because uh, we're coming at the end. I don't know. You said you were, earlier you wanted to show us a couple things in the studio. If you wanted to move, the one. yeah, dude. Let's see. If you want to take us around, uh, give us a little tour of some pieces or anything like that. Well, here we only have two really that I did. Let me see. Let's get this open. Let's cut that part out. Right, can you see what I'm doing? All right. Can you see? Yeah, one second. All right, cool. So this is the little chair. Oh, wait, let me go sideways for you. My bad. So this is a little chair. What we did was we did like a little fade, me and his son, right? And then we picked out like this little pop art, little icons we want to do on it. A little boom box, little control, little like random. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Uh, Wait, let me get off this shit. 
And then we have these right here, just random little things, dude. Super simple. Nothing crazy that we can work on. Oh, Dope, dude. I love the creativity, man. Little symbols and stuff like that. He picked, like, the homie picked a bunch of them. They're just throwing, like, what I thought was, like, kind of tidy. You know what I mean? He actually yeah, did that hand. The homie did that, dude. Sick, man. You know There's this uh, record label I love called the Black Book Records. It has that same uh, kind of, like, type of symbol as their record. It's awesome, man. That is the familia. Oh, there's a little familia, huh? That's that's what we call serendipity, man. When you make it before and it ends up being the, uh, you know, it's yeah. a it's a chance meeting, man. Hell yeah. And this is what he's rocking. We're still not done. We're rocking on it still. But you can see, there's just a couple of things. That's about it. This really the shop is fairly opening up and starting. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, there's a lot of white space, man. I feel like you know, maybe maybe yeah. uh, there's some more to paint around there, man. So, uh, but. Dude, that's awesome, brother. Hell yeah, man. So, uh, dude, man, thank you so much for, you know, sharing all those graph stories, man. I mean, I don't know if anybody's went into that much detail, man, but I was, uh, you know, real excited to hear all that shit, man. That's fucking dope, dude. So, um, and dude, man, I I'm always saying, like, at the end of the year for Art Basel, man, um, we're going to do a meetup sometime and have a party out there. And, uh, dude, I'm definitely going to hit you up, Kush, to uh, uh, kind of, like, chat about it because, um like I said, it's just like there's a lot of people there and uh you know what I mean? It'd be a good time to kind of have a little party and get together, man. So uh I'm definitely yeah. gonna holler at you. It's a big party, dude. It's, it was better at the beginning, dude. It was like really gnarly at first. Like the first couple years, like fun as fuck. It became obviously more like a fancy pantsy corporate now. Yeah. But this year, this last year just passed was actually like one of the biggest like bring backs to like what it actually was before, dude. Like the the whole like artist vibe, like an event actually for artists versus just for people that come to see art. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been yeah, pushed yeah. out of it, dog, but we're trying to either get back in or figure something else out. Dude. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. Well, dude, I'm definitely gonna holler at you, man. And you know, Teach said it's apologize that I couldn't be here today again for the audience. Uh, the rains took his power out, man. So uh, I think we still had a pretty damn good show, man. So uh, uh, Kush, dude, that's awesome, brother. And uh, you know, thank you so much for uh, uh, coming on the show today, man. Um, can you drop your social, man? Do you want people to follow you? Yeah, dude. Kush Can, C-U-S-H-K-E-N. Kush with a C, Can with a K. All the music's on YouTube and all that shit. Got a bunch of it coming out. I actually have, like, three albums done. I took a hiatus for a couple of years just because music wasn't where I thought it was. Like, like you know what I mean? Dude, as far as, like, lyrics and all that. Like, oh, do you have a... Do you have a song you want to drop at the end right here, dude? Because I'll put it at the end right here, man, and that uh, for our audience to check out, man. Hate to put you on the spot. I know you didn't think about it, yeah. man, but, you know, or we can talk about it afterwards, man. We can talk about it after, give you a little bit of time to think, man. Yeah, I, I, can, I can actually give you something that's not released, and you can release it on that. I don't, I don't even mind. Dude, dude. fuck yeah, I'm gonna put out, thing that's coming out. It's called Say Less. That one's coming out. It's really dope. Um, I have one that I did a while ago, Becky, but that one's more like hypey. You can put that on, too, but the Say Less is really dope. I can just give you that. Yeah, let me let me ask you one more thing, man. Earlier you mentioned like a lot of uh, influences, man. How does uh, growing up in Miami person? How do you feel about West Coast stuff, man? Like uh, uh you know, you know, this we're West out Coast here. What, yeah, West Coast rap. You know, what I mean, like, uh, what's your feeling on that, man? I love it, dog. Honestly, that's cool. I love okay. a lot of shit that comes out of, like the West Coast vibes, like super fire. Being one the rap and the beats, all that. You know what I mean? Like when I was out there, like that shorty shorty song. Was like brand new. That shit was bumping everywhere. The OGs and shit was bumping everywhere. 
I love it, dude. I, I'm not I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm dope, dude. I love it, dude. I love it. There's there's a bunch of fire shit out there, man. You know what I mean? Like the best way to put it. Homestead to me, remember I was like raised around Mexicans and all that, dude. So my best way to like to explain it later, people, when they would ask me, it's like, dog, imagine getting homestead and stretching it out as big as my am. <laughs> so I was like fucking living it, dude. When I was in LA, I was at home, dog. Like I know all the culture. I wasn't output by anything. I never felt out of place. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, man, next time you're in town, man, definitely link up with me and uh, all right, man. I'm going to link up with you when we're in Miami for Basel next time. All right, bro? Yes, sir, my dude. Oh, yeah. It was a pleasure. So what's, Thank what's... you so much uh, once again, yo. Hey, what's your uh, social, dude, so people can follow you, bro? It's at Kushkan, C-U-S-H-K-A-N, all together, yo. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, man. And uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace. That's right. Peace, yo. Paint the town, homie. Get it up.
stopping, I got Becky and the sister in the right to murder nothing. Melly in the safe, a couple babies that I dug up. They say better play it safe. I tell them niggas shut the fuck up. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastrayart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Yeah!